0: and welcome to the post-budget fit finance sessions way um what an exciting budget statement it was yesterday from my man rishi and i'm here today with tim and tom to um to dissect it in all its glory and bring you the uh, the startling highlights um of of yesterday's budget so without further ado i don't know how you guys want to do this but perhaps tim you want to give us your particular highlights of of um yesterday's budget.
1: Yeah, sure. But I think um generally speaking, I think a lot of there was a lot of pent up um at thought pre this particular budget of course was wasn't there with the, with with all the spending and borrowing particularly that's been going on. So I think there was a lot of expectation there, it was actually it was a bit of a under deliverance really. I think I think it's um obviously I'm not gonna reel off all all, all the changes. Um, or amendments but I think 90 billion is the expected raise over five years whereas of course what was it 460, 465 billion uh, total borrowing so clearly that's only a drop in the ocean really as it were um, over the long term so I think it's going to be a you know it's a first step, step. of many I think that's good that all changes that are you know going to be over the next couple of decades that um, you know we're all going to be in this hole of paying back what's gone on over the last 18 months but um, I mean, one of the main ones for me was the extension of furlough um, to, to September and um, uh, and Tuesday because that's, so far, that's been a predecessor to, to lockdown. So I'm keeping everything crossed that, that doesn't mean that, um, you know, I know that obviously there's been a roadmap set out, but ho- hopefully that doesn't turn back around and we end up in this, in, in the same situation all the way through for pretty much the rest of the year. but um, yeah.
2: Are you out looking at houses then, yet
1: Tim, to uh, to take advantage of this stamp duty holiday? Oh, just as much as anybody is on on right move, I guess. But no, I'm not, I'm not kicking about <laughs> in the car.
2: <laughs> I think yeah, you and know, I think I, uh, I think you're right. I mean, the, one might argue that the, the furlough extension could have been better signposted, and I know that's been a, a gripe from from some. But it certainly seems, for I imagine, the hospitality industry who. Uh, I think, going to start coming back online, what through the beginning of April, and but probably they should be mainly up and running by the summer, that there's some relief there to 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 help help those industries. Um, and the last thing they want is for big unemployment, because with big unemployment comes the cost of paying, you know, um, benefits and and the lack of income tax that they get from from, from employees. So mm-hmm. I suppose you want to keep those jobs going for as long as you can. For sure. Tom, what was, what was your thoughts
3: around it? Yeah, I think um, I think it just—I uh, feel like I'm a broken record, but it's just more—it's more stimulus, isn't it? It's um, there's no point, like you said, having more unemployment because that's that's taking money out of the system. If those people don't have jobs, they can't they can't go spend it in bars and restaurants and and the bits, and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. More money slushing around is more economic output and less people, um, uh, kind of not, not contributing to, to, to output. I think, um, I think the main thing is, is the corporation tax rises. And it's, um, we've, we've had a good corporation tax rate for, for a while. It's still, I think it's still the lowest in the G7, even with these, um, um, new rules and i think it matches what's going on in the states and you know what companies have had the the support and now they're going to have to pay a little bit towards it but again they don't want to take too much away in the short term because you'll you'll cut the um recovery off at, at, at the knees so um yeah it's interesting about the uh 130 investment um uh, raw. I think um, everyone will be out buying tractors if that's if that's the case Um so we've got to find out what what qualifies for investment but that, that could be an interesting uh, piece of planning going forward
1: they
2: certainly will up in Rutlandshire by be buying tractors that is <laughs> I don't, I don't no, know we, if in any more of the, <laughs> or the less rural communities will be up for that no, I think buy- you're absolutely right I mean that is that's 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 straight out of we don't want companies to hold hold money on their in their bank accounts we want them to go out and spend it um and i guess i guess that drives inflation i mean i don't know how much inflation it'll drive but it, it'll certainly drive so i mean inflation's probably going to be quite useful right now to to, to erode some of this debt
3: yeah and I, th- I think you know what if you're incentivizing people to expand and that will they'll cause wage demand and hopefully i don't know if Companies are getting money effectively to, to invest and take employees on. That'll keep unemployment low. That'll push wages higher, or sh- should do. Um, no one knows exactly what's what's going to happen, but I think I think if you're thinking long term, you've got to be preparing for more inflation. I think that that alarm bell is uh, is ringing across ev- everything that's go- that's going on. Um, it could be wrong, but I think that's that's the, the key thing. Um, but all the all the other tax bits and pieces have either stayed the same or frozen or, um, yeah, pretty much business as usual there.
0: Well, that's right. Go on, Tim. Run us through the the personal tax consequences of Rishi's budget, all those that you can remember.
1: I was going to say, yeah, quite good. Okay. okay. Um, well, as Tom alluded to, there's a lot of freezing going on so the personal allowance thing has been frozen at 12,570 um, per tax year from 12,500. So... Couple of cover digits more there or one digit difference um, uh, the the basic rate tax band i believe is going up ever so slightly but higher rates is um, is going up slightly as well but but being frozen essentially so there's a lot of freezing whereas normally you'd see an increase incrementally each year um, lifetime allowance staying as it is so there's been a lot of i mean pensions are always on the on the horizon of every budget aren't they and everybody always expects a landslide change um broadly speaking there hasn't been a massive change since March 2015 and all those flexibility rules came in um but that's pretty much same cgt same again any any listeners that recall our our um podcast projecting all sorts of weird and wonderful changes to cgt also that's, that's been blown out of the water so as Tom said yeah a lot of them on the personal taxation front it's sort of business as usual not a lot of crazy differences um, but it is interesting though isn't it particularly uh, so soon after brexit that there's sort of the primary changes is on is on businesses um albeit the primary change being those that profit more than 250k per year so still favorable for those smaller um um, arguably younger businesses at least um but yeah it is interesting don't you guys think that post-brexit perhaps there should be some more encouragement or you would have thought there would be some encouragement for for the business side of things then actually something to make it far less attractive um, for new investment at least um, it's
2: interesting because there was some there was some support for business, wasn't there? Obviously, the the the, the corporation tax the businesses earning over a quarter of a million in profits less so, but there was some in in terms of R and D allowances. Although he didn't really elucidate perhaps in huge detail the research and development allowances that were coming through and um, EMI shareholdings and stuff like that to encourage <clears throat> um, to encourage new startup tech tech companies, I guess to. To try and go toe to toe with California or, or some of those other emerging areas and, and opening up, I um, was it, visa reforms to it, to a, onto a points based system to encourage immigration into the country to, um, to help drive, drive those sort of industries. But you're right, for companies that are already up and running in the UK, I guess there was, wasn't so much support. Free ports as well. What's a free port?
3: Yeah, I think um, I think if you look at the American market, there they pay say less dividends, they reinvest in the companies, they they go they go for growth. And whereas historically, I know mean, look at the FTSE two hundred and fifty, they'll they'll pay dividends. They're a bit more of a slave to the the pension funds that are invested in them. And I think there's there's a there's a want to maybe push more to make companies reinvest and, and and grow um rather than just to do, do the same and i think the states has actually got a better mentality there so hopefully some of that encourages it and i think all the R and D stuff i think that's a legacy of perhaps um the sort of um dominic cummins area um where they're trying to promote it's, it's something the uk is really good at so why why not try and work work to our strengths so hopefully yeah um yeah yeah Come, come to a free port near you soon. Yeah, I mean, certainly,
2: I think one of the one of the interesting things from a personal, um, a personal financial taxation planning um, view is going to be for those business owners who are on or whose company's profits are on or close to those thresholds. Um, so there's still going to be 19% for smaller businesses, and if you're earning just over fifty thousand pounds of profit, there's going to be a huge temptation to either pay yourself a little bit more um, to bring the company profit down or to put a bit more into um, into a pension. Um, and the same although it wasn't detailed the way that it's going to taper up to quarter of a million. So for those company directors in in those positions near the taper, it'd be interesting to see what planning they can do to to keep their corporation tax rates down, I guess. Um, oh, we'll see. Anything else that you guys wanted to to, to bring up um, about the about the budget? The one other thing that I thought was quite interesting, and again hasn't, hasn't, it's, I don't think it's going to be announced until the summer. At the moment, um, as everybody knows, it's impossible to collect interest rates from anywhere, whether or not it be the banks or even national savings and investments. I think premium bonds are the most generous um, savings account that I'm regularly advising my clients to utilise. But even that's only one percent, and that is probably a bit less than that if you take away the million pounds prizes it gives out every year. <clears throat> but they are thinking of, um, well, no, they've announced that they're going to bring out a green bond through NSNI, which will be interesting. We don't know how much interest it's going to pay. Um, but, but certainly I imagine that if it's paying more than 0.01%, which is what their income bond is currently paying, there might be some take-up from some of my clients on that. What about you guys? Do you think your clients will be interested?
3: Yeah, I think I think so. Both are, um, I don't know. It, Cash is all, all pretty much the same. There isn't much difference between any of them, so, yeah. You might as well buy the lottery tickets via via premium bonds. But I think if, if you are gonna sit with cash, you might as well put it into some sort of green structure. And I think um I think countries like the Netherlands have um have got similar structures and you, you'll get information about where that money's been spent and invested. So it'll say X amount of the 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 fund has been used to I don't know produce better public transport and things like that. So, um, yeah, I think if you're not going to earn anything, might as well put that money to, to I don't know, a better world worldwide use. Yeah, yeah. I
1: think so. similarly, yeah, I mean, yeah, as Tom says, there's not really much, yeah, much difference between most accounts, to be honest, but generally speaking, I'm seeing far more interest in those, more types of investments, particularly with that kind of attitude towards money. And using their money, um, investments or cash in whatever way that they can, to, to make the world a better place, or you know, to, to do these sorts of investments. So I think yeah, there's another avenue in which they can do that. I think yeah, I think there'll be an increase in in interest there.
0: Yeah, cool. Me too. Interesting. Well, no doubt we will. Um, we'll bring it. We'll bring news of the uh, the green NSNI bonds to you in a, in a future FFS podcast. So so keep tuned. Um, for that, for that very exciting news, as and when it comes. Um, I think that's it for now. Thanks very much for joining us. Um, next week, no doubt, there'll be more fallout from the budget that we'll um, bring bring to you. But if you've got any questions, then do feel free to get in touch. But until then, goodbye.